I'm Zoe Emily Forbes and welcome back to the Spoken Woman podcast. We're glad to see you here. Enjoy the episode. Kai, I don't think you'll realise what it is for me to have you on here, especially after the turmoil I have put you through to get us here. (laughs) Um, You've been very accommodating, to say the least. So thank you for that. I think I checked my emails this morning and I think there's been 39 emails trying to arrange this, which is (laughs) pretty impressive. so happy to be here. Oh, good, good. I'm really excited. Um, but yeah, so I was going to say welcome. Um, today, I really wanted to discuss your career to date um, and how you found your voice in the creative industry from your choice of medium, flowers, to what exactly makes you that little bit different. So I suppose, tell me a bit more about yourself, who you are, what you're about. Big question. Who am I? I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I grew up in Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, so I grew up in Melbourne and my parents are both from Latvia. So I grew up learning Latvian and English at the same time. And my dad's like a super big gardener. So we all, I was always around loads of like flowers and we have like mm-hmm. a really nice circular driveway, uh, in our old house. And he'd always like rub the lavender and like come up to me and like show it to me. So I feel <laughs> like I've been around flowers from a very early age. Um, but I never wanted to be a florist or work like it didn't really, I don't know. I was meant to study graphic design and I moved to London when I finished high school and I was like, I'll be back in a year. And I just never went back. Stayed, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, I have a lot of people have told me I've lived like 10 lives, like <laughs> since moving to London, I was no pair. I worked on party boats bartending. Then I lived in Portugal and I was bartending there and working at like oh, a wow. surf hostel. Yeah. Then moved back. Then I worked at a cold press juice store. I'm pretty sure there was street fundraising at some point. Then I worked <laughs> at Lululemon. Then what did I do? Then I worked in a bunch of restaurants and like okay. did loads of like hospitality waitressing. And then I was like, I need to just like pick something and study it because this is just not really, not really doing anything. I was really broke. I was not really happy. Uh, so I did a good old mind map. <laughs> um and I was like oh what do I like doing it needs to be creative I was like I quite like going to Columbia Road on a Sunday so I was like oh flowers I could study that found a course I'm very impulsive and I booked the course like the next day Mm -hmm. Uh, and it was like a diploma of classical floral design uh very traditional like not my vibe at all and it was not really I don't know like the people that were there were all like there was maybe five people that were like mm-hmm. under like 35 which is as in like <laughs> yeah. everyone was like like not many people wanted to do it as a career it was kind of like a nice hobby uh okay they were kind so of like, like mamas who hadn't done anything like or retired people had, or yeah it was yeah. like mamas and like even older like just like yeah. a real mixed bag uh and I just didn't really fit in very well <laughs> well there, but I loved flowers. Um, so I learned everything quite traditionally and then just interned yeah. anywhere that would have me. That's um, cool. Yeah, but that's kind of how I got into flowers, just on a whim. And I was like, I'm just going to do it. Started Amazing. doing it. It was, like, it was very fun. Um, and, yeah, it's <laughs> that was five years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been a bit of a whirlwind since then. Five or four years? I think it's five. I should do some maths, but I'm pretty sure it was five years ago. Um, and yeah, I just interned everywhere. I ended up moving to New York with my partner and just told everyone I was a florist and like two years experience. And oh, yeah. actually I just interned everywhere and, you know, uh-huh. been paid, but they were like, wow, you're from, you know, a different country. Oh, British they loved, florist. You, yeah. loved it. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, 
cool. I definitely know how to do all these installations. I just kind of faked it. <laughs> uh, so good. And, I mean, I only had to fake it for a little bit and then mm. I actually learned everything and got really good. But, yeah, I, a lot of my floral style was developed while I lived in New York. So I lived there for two years um, or just under two years and worked so like some of my – I don't know, biggest inspirations were there. And she's like, the style's really different to British floristry. I feel it's a lot more sculptural. Like the style I have now, I feel like it's a real combination of like Australian kind of like wedding-y floristry mm -hmm. and like New York. It's just less traditional. <laughs> yeah, less um, less British roses, more. Yeah, I mean, like I, I use roses. They're just not really like the garden. It's not very like, oh, like. I've picked all of these meadow flowers and they're so beautiful. Like I love that style. It's just not very me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, I mean, that's a very long synopsis of <laughs> my life and who I am. I've done a lot of things and I fell into floristry by mistake is how I can I summarize that. it in a sentence. <laughs> I love that. Um, and I saw you sort of at the beginning of last year when the pandemic started. My goodness. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. Cause I, you know, we the people style. So I think she was getting yeah. weekly deliveries from you for a while. She, was, she yeah. might still be. Yeah, like I saw you on Jesse's account and I just thought to myself, oh my God, this is beautiful. And I think I actually messaged you saying, can oh I God. work for you on Saturday mornings <laughs> back last year during the pandemic? And you were like, we're not really like doing that at the moment. But, you know, um, I did that with quite a few florists afterwards, actually. Oh. But you definitely made me want to get into floristry. Still yet to do it, though. I'm unlike you. I'm not as impulsive. Do um, it. Just try it out. <laughs> Just find some flowers and have a play. It's, it's really fun yeah. to work with your hands, like yeah. like physically touching things and like smelling them and just having a play around. It's so fun. I think that's why I yeah. love it so exactly. much. I mean, it's a very messy job. I was saying to Elle today in the studio, I think floristry is like the messiest job they can be like how many times a day do we sweep and put things in, yeah. in the bin like it's just constantly making a mess but it's very beautiful but <laughs> it's just constantly messy it's constantly that. messy yeah do you ever find you're cutting yourself with the scissors by accident and because that mm, would be my start, fear yes I mean <laughs> I remember when I was first interning I think it was at Rebel Rebel and I there's like rose kind of knives that you kind mm -hmm. of you can strip with there's like a there's a few devices you can use but they were teaching me how to do it with a knife and I remember kind of going down the stem and I just went too fast and sliced like the middle oh. of my hand and then it healed over the course of the week it was really sore and I did it same place next week and cut it open again mm. and I was like Kyra just learn your lesson stop <laughs> stop holding it there I mean there's always a first aid kit around it's yeah. we work with sharp things and slippery surfaces yeah. <laughs> um so <laughs> yes I did prick myself really badly with a thorn today but uh what can you do <laughs> yeah exactly next time you'll strip it and then it will do the same thing again yeah oh I love it um one thing I noticed actually which I think probably a lot of people notice when they talk to you is that you use well I I know you love hydrangeas I don't know how much I you do. use them but hydrangeas and anthurium they seem yeah. to be quite synonymous with your brand and I know anthurium are quite sculptural yeah. but why do you use them so much is there any story there uh, no, but when I studied floristry, I hated both those flowers. I was literally like, hydrangeas, so, so traditional, hate them. Anthurium's gross, never going to use them. And now <laughs> I literally wouldn't make an arrangement without them. Um, I, I love repetition of shapes in my designs. And I think mm -hmm. that hydrangeas, so we've kind of, re, with our new website, we've kind of redesigned how, what we call our bouquets and kind of our everything. And we really like what well, I really like, the 
word cloud. <laughs> oh, I, I noticed. Like it really, yeah. It really just de- it describes what I'm like the shape of it. It's like poofy and fun and like kind of floofy and like I think a hydrangea <laughs> when you layer it up, it kind of looks like a cloud and it looks really beautiful. Yeah. Um, anthuriums definitely don't look like clouds. I just think they're beautiful and they're they're just so structural and you can create such good shapes with them and they're really like mm-hmm. I love it. They're so vertical sometimes. Um, I just think they're two really key flowers to all of our designs. But, yeah, hydrangeas definitely, they're in all of our bouquets, mm-hmm. um, pretty much all of our wedding designs if we do a big – they're just beautiful and round and, like, so full of volume and I love them. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, I just – I remember the hydrangeas particularly because you put a post up or an Instagram story and you were just like, if no, if you don't like hydrangeas, like, I can't remember what it was, but it was like, walk away. And I was just like, yes, girl, such a good post. It's usually, um, it's usually carnations that people get angry about. Okay. And I'm like, mm, I mean – it's because a lot of people think they're like really cheap, nasty flowers. And to be fair, you can get really cheap looking, yucky, tacky kind of colors. But I also feel like there's like a bit of a return in like the tackiness of them. <laughs> uh, and now they've got so many colors. Like some people mm-hmm. don't even realize they're carnations. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Love it. Um, so in your article, so you talked about, you were actually just speaking about the cloud. You were talking about the altering of heights to create that depth. Is that like what actually drew you to that is it just the shaping is it the emotion that you feel from it i'd love to say it's the emotion i feel (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i just think that it's taken five years to develop my style Mm -hmm. and i figured out what i like and i just think that the way i describe it when i have freelancers in that i or designing weddings or when i'm talking to brides i want it to feel really playful and i feel like when say you're doing a tablescape for a wedding if you've got different heights and varying textures and kind of shapes and depth, your eye kind of moves along and it just feels really playful and fun. And I really like that. So I try and design to kind of create that playfulness. Um, I don't know if that makes sense. I'm kind of waving my arms around here on the camera. (laughs) It makes complete sense. Your work is so bold and it is so different. And it is really, I think someone described you as one of the it florists, which you must have loved. The new gen. New gen it florist. florist. (laughs) (laughs) I loved it. I was like, yeah, that's so good. There's such a separation between like the new younger florists and like the older, more traditional ones. And it's really frustrating Mm. um, because it's not like we're saying we're better than you. (laughs) we're just different and we work just as hard yeah. uh yeah. but some of the what well, I feel like I've had experience where some of the older florists are just a bit like they don't really like that it's different and like we mm. kind of think of things in like people are often set designers and then they start working with flowers so they've got this whole like wealth of knowledge that they're using mm-hmm. and they're applying flowers to it as opposed to being like this is how it's traditionally done yeah. um but yeah I I don't even know what I was talking about. I got carried away, but <laughs> the idea of the new Janet <laughs> the, florist. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I got so passionate about that. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know if I would describe myself as that. I thoroughly enjoyed that someone else did. Um, I think there's, there's in London, there's a lot of the younger florists that are really just kind of pushing the boundaries and having a play around. And, and it's nice. It's lovely. I feel like there's quite a supportive community. Um, mm. And I mean, I think everyone should lift everyone else up as like, Mm -hmm. there's plenty of competition, but there's also plenty of work. So just, (laughs) I'd much rather support everyone than 
get grumpy (laughs) completely I get that completely especially in like a world where you want to differentiate yourself as well you don't want someone to be doing the same stuff as you you want someone to be doing something different so I know and there has been times where I'm like oh my god can you just stop fucking copying me like literally like ripping off like things and I'm like can you stop but then I'm like I've noticed that (laughs) it's happened quite a lot one of them was my old intern and she ripped me off and started doing it and I was like oh but actually you're never gonna know what color palette i'm doing next week you're mm. never gonna do it the same way as me you're never gonna be me and you're never mm. gonna have my next idea and i don't really know any other florists that work in food and like do all these different collabs and have like the type of merch we're doing like unless you yeah. literally do all of those things it's not going to be the same so good luck yeah. try and be a bit different but good luck yeah. <laughs> i was going to ask when you're going to get clana on your website because i've been looking <laughs> at your new tort wear and i'm going to oh, coffee on friday so but nice. It's I'm so nice. yeah. I've got to save my pennies for Corfu, but I want to wear that hair clip in Corfu. So I'm like, yes. oh, I mean, what do I, do? I, I mean, I think you should get it. <laughs> I think so too. It's pretty gorgeous, and it's got your whole cloud um, palette that you've been doing, which I, I love. I know. I you, I often wear those clips because I I mean my hair is down at the moment, but I mm. uh, usually either under a cap or just shoved up the clip. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, Klarna is a good idea. Perhaps I should look into that. <laughs> I haven't considered it before. Probably you should. should. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't know how it works getting on board with them, but they seem to be pushing out to so many brands yeah. at the moment. Well, interesting. thanks for the feedback. I'll take it on yeah. board. Just feel free to email me when you put it on oh, your well, website. I'll let you know. <laughs> so I'll send you a little direct link. <laughs> thanks mate um but i was actually gonna say like partnering with talkware and anisa kamish is that how i say mm-hmm. kamish was it kamiche i don't know i think i say kamiche i say kamiche. okay um, cool but i i should probably know how to say that uh yeah. <laughs> and then you've got obviously that harley briggs paul binks so paul binks i've been following sort of like from the moment he started yeah. doing his um abstract work and i loved He's it great. yeah, yeah. He, how does it feel so- to sort of work with them i mean I, I'm yeah. It's great. I mean, I love that we're we've turned into a brand that people want to work with, um, mm-hmm. and we can kind of work with all these fun creatives. Last year, like the the style has changed like a little. Well, I say it's little. It's just developed over the course of a year because I'm sure you noticed when we first started, it was probably a lot different. Like when you started following last year mm-hmm. to what it is now, and it's taken that year of kind of lockdown and having all the events and weddings taken away to like really focus on our style and it's really helped um because we were kind of just bumbling along making nice things but now I'm like no I know exactly what our style is and we like I'm I'm all for trying things to see if they work out and like working with all these different brands is a really great way to kind of well I think collaboration is key for any business or brand to like build a community I think it's so important that's why I love working with so many different brands I think it's just so beneficial for everybody involved um and it's where you like one one brain is great two brains are better than Mm -hmm. one you always come up with better ideas I feel like when you're bouncing around different people but yeah Mona from Tortware she's bloody lovely and she also started by herself from her Mm -hmm. house and like it's such a success story and I don't know I I (laughs) I just message people and they're like, hi, you want to do something together? Like, what's the worst they can do? Say no. Um, And then it ends up, like, there are great things in the pipeline. 
like potentially something alcoholic. Uh, like a gin or like a, like a, a botanical like vodka really could be interesting. That could be cool. No, I'm thinking more like it could be brewed. <laughs> oh, mm, oh. How do you but, make you know, a brew flowery <laughs> and cloudy? Mm. Uh, mm, like it. We shall see. <laughs> it's cool. Um, it's very cool. But, yeah, it's fun that because um, the brand is so. I mean, the brand is pretty much all stuff that I like. So mm-hmm. I like food. <laughs> I like alcohol. I like flowers. I like fashion. I like beauty. They're all yeah. things that I'm going to end up mm-hmm. collaborating with and working with because they're all things I love, which is so fun. <laughs> yeah. I did notice you had Tony's chocolate on your website as well, which made me uh, very who happy. Doesn't, who doesn't love a bit of chocolate? That's uh, all I've got to say about the matter. Salted caramel <laughs> flavour is definitely my top uh, one, but I don't know about you. Oh, see, I think I'm the pretzel. Is it the dark pretzel? Mm-hmm. I tried that the other week and it was really good, but I do always <laughs> revert back to salted caramel. I mean, <laughs> I think I have both those on my in the shop. Uh, yeah. So I, I'm yet to open one, though. I've been really good at not just okay. snapping. I know, very self-control. Yeah, I'm impressed. I could not do that at all. (laughs) If it was in front of me, it would be gone. I think I've shared that chocolate bar so many times and people get like two cubes and I eat the rest. And I'm talking about like the big ones. Oh, wow, that's impressive. I might, no, if I had a chocolate bar, it would last me like a week. I can't eat too much (laughs) chocolate at one time. So that's probably why I don't like just eat a whole bar at the studio. But who knows? It'll happen one day, I'm sure, when I'm stressed. Yeah, yeah, it's it's always a good one when you're stressed, and then yeah, and then afterwards you just need like a really big glass of water because there's way yes. too much chocolate in your mouth. But. Yes, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what I wanted to find out really is how you're defining success with My Lady Garden because it feels like you're kind of at that point, but I suppose there's always growth to happen. There's always new partnerships. There's so much you can do. Gosh, so. I I feel like I'm my own like harshest critic when it comes to things like that. Like I know it's successful, but it it's I just always think there's something else I could do and then I need that to be a success and like I do have to like stop and pinch myself and be like look what Mm -hmm. you've built in a year pretty much like that's Mm -hmm. pretty that's pretty impressive um but like I guess on from like a business perspective I'll feel like I'm successful when I have reached a certain amount of goals and targets that I've like set myself from my business coach and like I'm in a financial position with x y and z and like I don't think any business in their first year of operating especially in a pandemic Mm -hmm. comes out like completely profitable Mm -hmm. like I was I ran a shop for a bit I didn't know how to run a shop got into a bunch of debt that's fine I'll just work (laughs) harder and pay it off but like I think I'll be I'll feel successful when I yeah have like reached finite like certain financial goals and I've mm-hmm. reached like I really want to write a book um and yeah. like I there's just like lots of things that I want to do and I'm I don't think I'll ever stop wanting to do them so I don't know mm-hmm. if they'll ever be like a oh I've reached a successful point I've just got to like sit, constantly set myself my milestones and then pat myself yeah. on the back every time every time I achieve them um, okay yeah definitely I know I know it's successful but it can always be more successful um I don't know if that's a good answer. That's a very good answer. Can't really define it. (laughs) No, I love that answer. With the book, um, have you heard of Abigail Bergstrom? She works for Gleam Futures. Well, she worked Mm. for Gleam Futures, sorry. She's just set up her own 360 consultancy. She's really cool. She's someone you should message. She's like an agent, but she does the whole 360 side as well. Yeah. Do you know what? I I actually had I had like a week of high highs and low lows. I had a publisher that wanted to publish the book and I have, I've had a concept and we've been talking for like six months Mm -hmm. and they were like, we're going to send you your offer this week. And I'm so excited. And they were like, 
I'm really sorry, Kai. We've just realized we're releasing another book that's really similar, and so we can't go ahead with your offer. And I was like, okay. oh, so close, but it's fine. I'm very message concerned. Abigail. Message <laughs> Abigail. It's called Bergstrom Studios. I actually interviewed her Hi. for this podcast as well. So definitely, she's really well, cool. Well, I will be getting you to pass on her details. I will. This goal. I will. <laughs> yeah. The book will happen, just not how I thought it would. So yeah, it's all good. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Um, so you mentioned at the beginning of this call and I think you've said it on multiple interviews in the past that you kind of describe yourself as highly impulsive god so literally me (laughs) yeah so this is the thing other than starting the business do you think that being highly impulsive has helped you find your voice in the industry as well because yeah I I won't answer the question for you um (laughs) finding my voice has been tricky I really like all of last year I really struggled because I just compared myself to absolutely everybody Mm. and then it was only when I lent into being more impulsive and just being like well that's just what I am like for a while I tried to convince myself I didn't like pink (laughs) like pink is literally in everything I do uh and for a while like I just yeah finding my voice has been tricky like I knew I was different and a bit like a bit out there and a bit of a banana and a bit of a character (laughs) but um I I think it was only when yeah when when I kind of like just embraced it and was like well that's what I'm like and deal with it (laughs) (laughs) that I kind of found my voice a little bit and I think people really responded well to it because I just kind of stopped caring what other people thought (laughs) it's good it's good it's funny to hear something like that when you're growing at such a fast pace as well like you were last year it's funny to hear you say I was comparing and I'm like critical because every week like I was looking at what other florists were doing and I was like I just just not as good as that or like oh this person's doing this should I be doing this and then I was like no Kai just say just stick to your path like you've got a pretty good you know what you want to do just do that but it yeah that was I think that was one thing that helped I think I would have grown faster if I had not compared myself as much yeah. um but hey ho can't look you can't change anything just gotta move forward <laughs> yeah exactly it's that difference between finding that comparison and that inspiration it's like it's yeah. good to, it's good to find inspiration see what not your competitors are doing but other people in the market are doing and then just get ideas but not copy and not duplicate and not get scared yeah it's yeah it's a tough yeah. one yeah yeah, I mean, being insecure in, like, your worth <laughs> as, mm. like, a business is you kind of – I don't think it's a recipe for success and I want to be successful, so I had to very quickly just get that insecurity Good. out the door. Uh, and I know – I think I was also a bit nervous of, like, admitting that I was good at what I did mm-hmm. for a while, and now I'm like, ugh. I know what yeah. I'm doing. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. I'm happy for you. That's so that's so important. Well, yeah. I was going to ask you what your secret is, but I think My you've secret. just told us. Mm. But I oh, know, yeah, go Snacks. for an actual secret. <gasps> Snacks. Oh, but not Tony's chocolate, I hear. But not Tony's chocolate. No, no, no. <laughs> Tony's chocolate is good for a treat, different yeah. to a snack. The biggest secret, any event, any studio day, coffee in the morning and snacks. If not a good lunch break, you must have snacks because... You don't want to be hangry. You don't want a hangry team. No one's yeah. happy. Mm-hmm. I that's one of like I think I pride myself in quite a good work culture because as a freelancer, you can freelance for absolutely amazing people and you can freelance for absolute twats. And I don't <laughs> want to be a twat. And I think that if you have like a really good team morale and everyone feels like sounds so corny, but like loved and like worthy and like yeah. you know, like everyone works really well together 
our, the vibe in our studio is often like, you know, when you're at a party at someone's house, although mm-hmm. lol, COVID, when was the last time we had a party? Um, <laughs> and everyone kind of gathers in the kitchen because yeah. it's just the best place to be. That's kind of our studio. It's like we're all at the kitchen. We're all you're just having a chat. In. We're making amazing things. And we always stop and have a lunch break and kind of put like yeah. our work away. Make sure everyone's had their water mm-hmm. <laughs> and like everyone's happy. And then we keep going. But yeah, I think yeah. that I don't like this glorified, uh, like when people are like, oh, I just work and I didn't have time for lunch and I didn't do this. And like, sure, once every blue moon, you have a shit day and you've got to do that. Yeah. But even on those shit days, I'm like, I need to just put aside like 10 minutes even just to, yeah. to kind of have a break. And I don't want to ever have a team that feels like they're burnt out and they don't have mm-hmm. time to like sit down and have a cup of tea. Like, yeah, and no. get some fresh air, especially when it's sunny get outside. That's the hardest air. part. Like you've got to go outside. Yeah, just like having yeah. a nice chat and like everyone's like we're such good friends. All of the like the freelancing team that we have. Yeah, uh, and I love it. But yes, the secret is snacks. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Well, it has been an honor having you on here today. Um, go and check out Kai on Instagram at My Lady Garden, and you can also subscribe to her podcast Flowers After Hours <laughs> on <You> Spotify, <laughs> um, and pop onto our website and order yourself some lush flowers or listen to her podcast um her newly updated and beautifully designed website myladygardenflowers.com thanks kai um it's been really good it's been really good (laughs) oh it was a pleasure do hit subscribe and also please leave us a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts thank you so much for listening see you next month